So Nicole asked me why I'm standing in a closet right now. Josh, I will ask you that question if you ask me that question, because that is exactly where I am as well. Why? Why are you in a closet? This is the this is the world that we live in now, where we get the privilege of recording the Organ Transition podcast from our closets, trying to bring our listeners the best audio that we possibly can. What a strange world we live in. While we're following the stay-at-home order. This is Josh. And this is Nicole. And you're listening to the Oregon Transition Podcast. Brought to you by the TTAN, the Transition Technical Assistance Network and professionals across the state. We've got you covered from Portland to Ontario, from Hood River to Klamath Falls, from Seaside to Burns, and everywhere in between. Well, hello, pod people, and welcome to our first physically distancing podcast where Josh and I are looking at each other via Zoom and recording from our closets. We hope that everyone is uh, staying home, staying safe, and um, finding the, 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 the little joys in all of this chaos. Um, our joy is going to be bringing you new episodes, hopefully every week, around um, different topic areas as we all go through this larger transition in life from from being close and interactive with each other to, to this physical distancing and learning how to work remotely. Um, so with with that in mind, we we appreciate you know your um, your feedback. We appreciate your questions and uh, and let's get started. So our episode today is going to focus on connecting with students and this idea of delivering transition instruction remotely. And I feel like our job as transition teachers and transition specialists is hard enough because our, our services are essentially voluntary. Students are coming to us because they want services and they don't have to have it. And so much of that is based on a relationship that we have with the students. That relationship piece gets so much harder when you have to do it over the computer. Um, it's been interesting, yeah, to say the I, least. <laughs> I bet. This, um, this transition from classroom to online and kids being very, well, they miss us. They want to be at school, but I think they like the being able to do whatever, whenever. And that was Patty Bates, who is a YTP specialist in Crook County Schools in Prineville, Oregon. And I had the opportunity to reach out and interview Patty Bates on how she is connecting with her students. Everyone's day-to-day job when working in schools has changed. So I wanted to start off this interview asking Patty, what was her day-to-day life like before the stay-at-home order? So my day started off with teaching a work readiness class for uh, first period. Um, That entails everything from customer service, soft skills, um, learning to handle money, resumes, applications, all of that stuff. Um, Anything, you know, applying for jobs, learning how to fill out those applications, those sorts of things. So Nicole, she was providing a valuable service for students and those services were happening face to face. And now, just like the rest of us, the way that she interacts with students has drastically changed. 
So um, I'm at home, so we're doing it remotely. A lot of it is um, contacting kids with cell phones, you know, calling them, calling parents, where are you, what's going on. If kids have been laid off, um, how do we sign up for unemployment? Um, you know, do they need, what do they need? Some of it in the beginning was, do you just have the technology to get a hold of us? Now that we went online, our school district, I don't know about other school districts, but ours has provided either a laptop or an iPad for every student in the school district that needed it. And then um, Ben Broadband um, offered two free months of internet. It's just really keeping in contact with them weekly and making sure they're getting their answers, you know, they need, or maybe it's just that they're, they need somebody to talk to because sometimes they don't get that. Contacting your students and maintaining the relationship you have is so critical. So I asked her, how are you connecting to your students online? We are setting up a Zoom meeting every week um, to Zoom with our kids to talk about anything we need or if there's, um, you know, I always still am saying, okay, we're still applying for jobs because right now we have several jobs that are coming open in the summertime that we have to apply for now. So we're still doing applications. We're still doing those resumes and updating them, but it's over email most of the time. While we're lucky to live in an age of technology, we have to remember that a lot of this technology is not only new to us, but it's also new to the students that we're working with. So Google Classroom has never been used in our district. So that was new. Um, so when I go in and I set it up and I put all the kids in the class, you have to email them. So it emails them a link with a code for that class for them to get into it. So then once they got in, I got a lot of questions of, well, how do I respond? How do I do this? How do I do that? Um, so it's been a back and forth on there as well. You know, you can respond here or you can submit it this way or so there's been a lot of that. The other thing that we're discovering is, is a lot of our kids don't check their email as much as we would like them to. Yes. So that's been a reminder of, hey, you need to be checking your email. That stuff is happening almost every single day from multiple teachers, not just me. Well, Josh, one thing that I, I have to reflect on with hearing all that is, Wow, because students are learning how to access email. They're learning how to access Zoom calls. They're, they're learning about technology that, that maybe hadn't been such a huge focus previous to, to this current situation that we're in. And, and think about those, those skills and how transferable they're going to be in whatever type of work they get into in the future. It, it sounds like they're learning a lot of preets. If they don't know how to do something, they're learning how and they're practicing how to reach out and ask. And they're using medium that they may not have used much before, like email or video conferencing. Right. And, and those things are new and new things can be scary. So I'm wondering, does Patty have anything in place that's kind of keeping a consistency with the way things used to be? They actually seem to love it, and and I like I said, they respond really well to it. In my class specifically, in my work readiness class in the morning, we do one just morning opener question, and it's been the one thing they still wanted me to keep really consistent. So every single day, I ask just a question. Um, one of them was, sometimes they're silly, like what's your favorite food, or sometimes it's if you could throw one thing out of your parents, what would it be, or 
what is a soft skill that you need? You know, so sometimes it pertains to the job and sometimes I'm just silly with them just to kind yeah. of get their brain thinking. And they really love that. And that's been an everyday thing. They still wanted me to do that. So she's keeping consistency, She's but she's dealing with new technology. And one of these new technologies that a lot of us are experiencing is is Google Classroom. I know that that my daughter, who is in sixth grade, is doing Google Classroom. Um, and it's all it's all new to me. What do you have you heard things? I mean, I, I have heard the term Google Classroom before. The first time I saw it was when my 12 year old son had to do his middle school work on it. I never saw it. You know, I, I looked for it. I looked to connect to it on MySpace, but I didn't see it there. Oh, MySpace. Talk about aging yourself, Josh. That is, um, yeah, I don't think they have any MySpace. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to accept my friend request on Friendster. Just saying. Oh, you'll have to wait a while. But but while we make that wait, why don't we check in with Patty about how Google Classroom's working with for her? So this, so last week, um, it was really just like, hi, how are you? How are things going? Um, when we had left class, we were talking about all the websites that had jobs on them. So working in Oregon or Indeed or Job Hat or all those things. So when we came back, I just said, okay, here's your three, your three questions for every day because we went, we started on Wednesday last week. And then Friday I um, said, okay, you have to go online to one of those because I had given them a list of those jobs, um, places they could look. And I said, and I need you to find three, three places in Primeville that you could, you know, entry-level job, what does that require? And then send it back to me. And they did a phenomenal job. This week was a little bit more challenging because we were talking about um, the application is next, right? How to fill out an application, how to look, how make that look presentable. But I always like to do the application cheat sheet first. So that literally is the application laid out in a piece of paper that they can take with them if they need to fill out a job application on site, they have all of that information. So all of their addresses, all of their phone numbers, their references, every, you know, when are they available? Um, and I find sometimes that kids don't even know their ad, their own home address. So getting yeah. that wrote down. Yeah. So um, we, so that this week I was thinking, oh, how am I going to do that? So I went into Zoom. And I just recorded myself and I shared the document and I actually just filled out the document mm -hmm. as I was talking about it and going down through it so that they could see the things that I really wanted on there and the things that they really needed. I probably spent an hour on there recording that and then uploaded it into the Google Classroom um, so that they could and then gave them a blank one for them to, to fill in themselves and then send to me. We just heard Patty talk about using Google Classrooms and Zoom to connect with students and do job exploration, which is pretty phenomenal because, again, it's another pre-ed, and you can do job exploration virtually. You don't have to physically be at a business. You can use video, uh, online videos. Khan Academy has, has them. ONET has them. YouTube has plenty. There's plenty of ways that you can you can do job exploration virtually. The tools that Patty is talking about, Google Classroom and Zoom, were new to her students before the stay-at-home order. And I asked Patty if it, if they were easy to, tools to learn. So Google Classroom is super easy. 
I think that what took me the longest was hunting down everybody's email addresses to sure. put in there too, <laughs> to get them sure into that. And there's lots of different tools out there that people can use to deliver Prius during these times. And we're going to be exploring more of those over the weeks and months and years and decades that we're stuck inside of our homes coming to you from our closets. So for now, let's let's talk to someone who would have been at the Oregon Statewide Transition Conference that you would have had an opportunity to hear more about the, the curriculum that they have. Um, this is Pia and she is from Insight. Can you tell me a little bit about Insight? Because I don't know that all of our listeners will know what Insight sure. is. Yeah. So Insight is a nonprofit that um, has the mission of unlocking the potential of people and unlocking the potential of people with barriers. And so we, um, we focus in three sort of arenas. One is in employment. And we have job fairs and we have um, ways that connect um, people that have positions at their business open to job seekers that are looking to be working. And so we, we make connections that way. Um, we also have the education team, which is what I oversee with my team of um, teachers, as well as um, a staff that has um, videography background and things that I know nothing about. And they help us create um, the lessons that are in the Insightful Transitions curriculum. And then we also have an independence side that helps um, work with individuals and then also that are looking to um, grow and have a bit, have a business and have a different, you know, start something new. And so in our independent side, we actually have a magazine um, as well as we have another person who's starting a book. He's, he's written a book and then he also does um, speaking engagements. And so, um, so we have our independent side going on. So Nicole, tell me a little bit about insight. Well, Josh, some of you and well, you and some of our listeners may have heard of Insight. They've been around for for quite a while. Um, Pia told me that they, you know, started out with paper packets and that they got on the internet when the internet became available. Yes, they might even know what MySpace is, just like you, Josh. Um, but uh, so they started out, and now they're they're really trying to revamp their system and their curriculum to make it more accessible and uh, more current. Nicole, I just dropped you from my top eight for that statement. So it sounds like Insight has provided a lot of resources for folks over the years. Given our current circumstances, how have things changed? Um, great question. I'll let I'll let Pia answer that. Well, this year, um, we've been working on putting it on a platform that's just a little bit more user-friendly as well as it, it interacts with Google Drives, which we know a lot of people are sharing their documents on Google Drive and Google Classroom with their teachers. And so that that is a really great interface. And so we use this new platform to do that. But we've also kind of updated the videos so that they have a, you know, a little bit more engaging feel. So most of these lessons, are they, they're online? It's an online platform or? It is an online platform, but it was designed to be used in the classroom as well as independently. And then it resides on a platform online. And so it makes it so during these strange times that it's actually accessible. And so I feel like right now it's just getting everybody settled into the new technology of what, 
this life is going to be like a little bit. And then soon it's like, okay, how do I do it? I enroll. Oh, I get online and I do these things. And then you just can kind of go through the process. But our lessons each individually have a video and then they have um, an activity that you would do afterwards. And sometimes the activity is, especially if it's like preparing for an interview, it asks it asks you to go find somebody to read these questions to you and then you've got to thoughtfully think of answers and then go back then you kind of okay take a minute break i'm gonna work on this a little bit just like you would if you were preparing for that interview that you're that you've already got you're going to prepare a little bit and so this these lessons help you try to do that and then they give you those tools so you can download them to um like a google drive or download them directly to your um laptop or computer and then you can keep them and kind of go back to them when you do have that employment opportunity and you're like i'm going to go to an interview and i know they're going to ask me these three questions insight told me and um and i'm ready for it i know what to do so she just talked about preparing students for the interview. And in my opinion, you can never have enough prep for an interview. It's something that we can always work on. But Nicole, what happens if you're not sure what job you want or you're not sure where to even get an interview? Well, Josh, it sounds like you're talking about a pre-it, specifically job exploration. And according to Pia, they have things that help with that as well. You know, it it kind of it kind of flows through. If you were to start, like when when we had the vision of it, we started with you know understand your strengths and go through um, and even do like a career uh, test to see what things you might be interested in, and then figure out well if I wanted to go to more school, what what career path you know that that same career path how would that look if i didn't want to go to morph school what would that career path be and so for instance i did you know kind of a bunch of different searches but it, it, one of them was well i'm really interested in biology well i could go and like study biology i could get a doctorate in biology but i could also not do biology um in in uh, further education and I could be looking at other careers that exist out there that let me be a part of Still using the things that I'm interested in and my strengths so that I could you know And I think one of them was I could work with a technician with water um, I also could work with um, There was just uh, so many things that I was like wow, that's really cool like I could do all these different um, fields that I had never really considered but Still show the strengths that I exhibited that would you know have a different uh, path if I was to decide education and then it's delving into what would education look like for you but then we also you could also start directly in the employment um, bucket and and research everything that you need to know about getting ready for employment that was just one example of, of the many lessons that Insight has available. They actually have 26 lessons, according to Pia, um, currently. They're, they're still building many more. This is a work in progress. It is a paid um, service, so it does cost $5 per student through the end of the school year. Um, I believe that that's a special that they have going on right now. Is there a way I can try out the lessons before I purchase them? Yes, Josh. Actually, Insight has made a few lessons available free on their website. 
To help people get going quickly, we created a little three-part lesson that focuses on building a resume, um, what it would be like um, to prepare for an interview, and, and what kind of happens during an interview, and then also the um, considerations you might have in disclosing your disability, whether that's during an interview process or as you've been in the job for a while, but it's like a career preparedness type of lesson. And so we've grouped those together and they're available for free. And um, you just have to enroll on the Insight um, platform and then students and teachers can use that maybe just as a guiding, something yeah. to do around employment and pre-employment planning. I asked Pia what the best part of the free lessons were? Um, I really I really encourage people to take a look at the resume writing one because I think for students and, and for any job seeker, when they're first going out and they've got to write that resume, it's really frightening because you're like, well, what do I know? How, what do I, what did I ever know how to do? And some students don't have as much experience, but they have done you know, looking after their neighbor's animals or their neighbor's yard. They have done some things in, in the schools. They volunteered and helped run the, um, you know, the class sales of some, but they, they sold these, oh, tamales. They sold tamales and it was like the big tamale sale. And there was a ton of students that were volunteering to do this. And so they've got that experience and you can put that down and there's a way to do it so that it doesn't look like, well, it was just tamale sales. Like you had to have a lot of skills to be able to do that. And so let's build out those skills that you actually have and think about what experiences you have that you can convey to um, an employer that you're ready to work and that you have some basic skills to be able to get in there in that first job. And so the resume that we have that's in our lesson um, that's for free it's an amazing resume. I mean, it's the where you fill it, it just, it's like, it's like what you would buy on different websites so that you know what to make a resume look like. And it's just there in like a PDF fillable document, which is really lucky. For more information on Insight curriculum, you can go to insight.org, which is I-N-C-I-G-H-T dot O-R-G. Or you can email Pia directly at piag at insight.org. And one thing I want to tell people, our platform is set up um, so that they do have to enroll, but it's a free enrollment. So you'll put in your name, you'll um, select your own password, and you'll put in your email address, and then it'll immediately allow you to get into the three lessons. We just talked about Zoom, Google Classroom, and Insight. These are just three tools that you can use to engage with your students online. There are so many more tools out there, and all of us in the TTAN are ready and willing to support you with finding the tools that work best for you. For more information, please reach out to your local TTAN member. That would be your pre-ETS coordinator, your transition network facilitator, or your TNF pre-ETS support specialist. If you're not sure who that is, feel free to contact us. We're more than happy to point you in the right direction to get you the support that you need. We just used Zoom to complete the Oregon Transition Podcast. How's it feel? Lonely, Josh. No. <laughs> I was going to say it's a little challenging to be to do it distancely, but it can be done. 
It can. Do you think that when we're done, you're going to post this to your MySpace page or? Oh, absolutely. I heard that MySpace now supports videos. Thank you for joining us and peace out, pod people. And be well, stay safe, stay home, and stay tuned. We'll talk to you next week. The Oregon Transition Podcast is brought to you by the T-Team, the Transition Technical Assistance Network, with support from Vocational Rehabilitation and Oregon Department of Education. All views and opinions expressed on this podcast belong to the individuals, not necessarily their supporting agencies. The Oregon Transition Podcast is produced by Nicole Perdue, Josh Barber, Tony DePeel, and the podfather himself, Lon Thornburg. With additional interviews provided by members of the TTAN. Our theme music is composed by former transition student Boone Richter out of Brownsville, Oregon. For questions, comments, or episode ideas, please email us at OregonTransitionPodcast at gmail.com. And for all the latest OTP news, connect with us on Facebook. One good thing that's happened. Um, well, for me and for um, some of our friends here at Insight, it's just been connecting with each other a little bit more, realizing that, you know, that's really what's important is to reach out to the people that you care about and take the time to say, hey, and we hope you're well.